Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art. Or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art. This podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Living Martial Arts. Hello and welcome to the uh, Living Martial Arts podcast with me, the Dark Master, once again back to back with you with a fantastic, fantastic guest. I haven't seen him for a long time, and um, we share quite a bit, a bit of our past, you know. Uh, so that's that's good. So we've got um, joining joining me today. I know he's a, a player of music as well, and he's into uh, motorbikes, which is great. Uh, we've got Master John Archer here. How are you doing, Master Archer? Really good, thank you, sir, and thank you ever so much for uh, asking me to do this today. It's much appreciated. Thank you. No, no, no worries. You're welcome. But uh, as I was saying, you know, it's been a while. We've uh, our paths have crossed um, many, many years ago, and um, not not so much of late as because of what's going on. But um, you know, it's nice to uh, get back and see you again. So, uh, without further ado, um, as my listeners will will know, what what I generally do is I generally start with a, a little bit about your martial arts journey, how it started and how it progressed. But uh, as I mentioned, I always say this could take <laughs> three years, really, because uh, <laughs> you've been in it a long time. And uh, uh, unfortunately, we have to have the uh, the shortened version. But, um, but yes. there we go. So, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about that, how you started. And, um, yeah, take it from there. OK. Um, in 1976, um, there was a karate club opened up in Stratford-on-Avon. I was 12 years old. And... Hmm. Uh, crazy on Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon, you know, early 70s and mid 70s that was everywhere, wasn't it? So uh, yeah. my dad took me to do it. Um, I was the youngest bar one person. They're all grown men and uh, there weren't any girls or ladies there in the, in the class. And uh, he enrolled me. I didn't like it at all. It was really hard <laughs> <laughs> for a 12 year old. But um, the instructor was a guy called Clayton Moraine, who I'm sure some of your listeners will have uh, yeah. Yeah, had no. dealings with in, with his because uh, he opened a shop and everything, didn't he? But he, he was did. a great instructor and he was so good at karate. He was really, you know, really tough, very, very fit. Yeah, it was all hard. Um, I stayed with Clayton for nearly three years, and then his assistants took over, and it got a little bit messy with the club yeah. and everything. Um, and then that was it. That was the end. So about yeah, end of seventy eight, I stopped, and. Uh, a few years later, Taekwondo had opened up in Stratford. So um, I went along to see it, always been into the martial arts, and uh, uh, walked in. I just thought, oh, I have to do this. I have to do mm. this. And I joined up. That was 1983. Yeah. Was, yeah, joined up. And uh, it was Grandmaster Roy Oldham's class in Stratford-on-Avon there. And, um, yeah, it was awesome. And from yeah. then, never really, never really looked back. It, uh, it closed down in Stratford after a probably about 12 18 months um yeah. lack of students you know the, the the usual things stratford's not a massive place no and so he used to teach at coventry sports center 
yeah, so yeah. I going over there and um, that was a baptism by fire crikey and uh, <laughs> also one of his one of his then later black belts Chunli Johal he taught in Leamington so I used to do the, the Leamington and the Cobb Sports Centre yeah yeah. Um, yeah that was really the the sort of start of it all yeah it. well I, I, I was I was gonna say well two two things there it's 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 quite interesting because when I started uh in the 70s when I started taekwondo um it, there wasn't a great deal in the southwest but and there was always lots in the midlands the midlands right. at, at that time well not not just taekwondo but there seemed to be a lot of karate um mm-hmm. at that at that time you know i was looking at the when i was reading the, the early magazines and all these guys seemed to come from the come from the midlands and right. um of course when, when i started uh, uh taekwondo which was ukta then yeah. You know, a lot of the senior instructors seem to be from the Midlands, and um, you know, I was thinking, well, you know, what, what's this special formula they have in the uh, in the having having the Midlands? So it's sort of no surprise there, you know, with what you're saying, uh, sort of Stratford oh. and Leamington and, and things like that. I don't know. Did you did you find that there was uh, a variety there, or was you know, obviously you were quite young at the time, so yeah. But you know, I got into it very very quickly, and you know, when you I just immersed myself, so it was my world. So I, I wanted to know yeah. every. Doctor was it? I want to know everything about everything. And uh, Birmingham also was a very busy place, particularly for karate. Yeah, back then. Birmingham again, very very tough schools. I remember we went over to a tournament. And I got kicked all over the place, and yeah. I can thinking, wow, this is uh, this is different. <laughs> Temple Karate, Birmingham, that was. Uh, but yeah. yeah, Birmingham, Coventry was was obviously very big, and of course, um, Grandmaster Oliver had a big school in Warwick, didn't he? Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, big, big. Uh, do you think that's because where Grandmaster Re sort of w- was based at one time? Do you think that's where it all sort of spread from? Uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. I think so. I mean, p- you know, people may not be aware that, um, you know, mm. obviously originally before he went to, because obviously after that he went to um, uh, Glasgow, his academy yeah. was in Glasgow. Yeah. But prior to that, I believe he was in Coventry, wasn't he, around that area? And, yeah, Woodland uh, School, apparently. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. Do, he was doing quite a bit around there, but um, and and it's interesting what you say about the Midlands because one of my very first all styles um, tournaments, which is in the very early eighties, was at the the um, a ballroom in Birmingham. It was close to the ballroom. Um, um, Tower ballroom, it been? Yeah, possibly the Tower ballroom. Yeah, and I mem- remember going in there, and there was sort of kung fu, karate, taekwondo, um, and I, I was with. Um, uh master grandmaster oliver at the time and his his yep. crew and uh <laughs> it was that that thing where we were like going into their domain and they were going you know yeah. like, who are these boys you know well, we're yeah. gonna sort we're gonna sort them out and they did actually the first time uh yeah. but uh <clears throat> we kept coming back stronger and stronger and um you know learning what they do and uh yeah. putting what we did into it as well so it made for a great mix Adapting to the sweeps. <laughs> yes, yes, that that was a <laughs> that was a rude awakening, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's us oh, hopping in stuff. on one leg, and all of a sudden, somebody's on the floor taking the other <laughs> leg out, and uh, we're landing on our bottom, thinking, "What was that?" <laughs> yeah. I remember going to a to a very good uh, bout in Digbeth, and it was the taekwondo versus the karate, I think, at the time, yeah, and it sure. was a ring, and. Um, yeah, really, really good. Again, I think Clayton Moraine actually ran that that event, the Taekwondo versus the Karate, and it was great. But seeing that, seeing how the guys were dealing with the sweeps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so good. So how 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 did you um how did you get into teaching? I know obviously you teach uh, you know Taekwondo. Um, how, how 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 did that develop? 
This is this is a bit of a funny one actually, and uh, it probably isn't going to sound too good across a, a <laughs> podcast, but I'll always be dead honest. Is um, I used to uh, manage a martial arts shop in Coventry for Grandmaster Oldham. Hmm. Um, this was uh, probably from eighty three to eighty five, and um, I didn't know what I what you know what was I, I was nineteen in nineteen eighty three. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I loved my taekwondo and. Hmm. Um, I dabbled in careers and you know silly bits and stuff. And uh, this one day, a Porsche pulled up outside on the curb, and a guy came in that I'd never met before, as I say, nineteen years old. And uh, he he took these bin liners full of of dough box out of the shop. We bought all these dough box, and he could yeah. cram them. This Porsche was a soft top, so it didn't have a massive amount of room. <laughs> But he yeah. was making these bin liners full of dough box in the back, and he was speaking to uh, Grandmaster Oldham, and then off he off he went. And I can remember saying, "Who's that?" You know, as I say, I think it was a yellow belt or a yellow tag. There, he said, "Oh, that's yeah. Ron Sergio." Oh right, said, okay. wow, is he? Uh, he's got a big class. I said, uh, "And a nice car." I said, "What does he do for a living?" And he, he said, what do you mean, what does he do for a living? What does he do for a living? That's what he does. He's got a lot of students, and he, you know, and he's got this nice car. And I can remember, it was almost like a eureka moment for us. <laughs> wow, that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on, I sort of, um, you know, I did get to black belt and everything. You do your bits, and you do your bits of competing and stuff like that. But really, I just really always wanted to do that. For, for I just thought, what a great thing to do something you absolutely love, where mm. you can you can actually earn your living from it. Because it never occurred to me, yeah. you know, that you could actually make a living out of martial arts. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, from then on. So I started, I think I opened the Stratford Taekwondo Club 1991. Um, I put the smallest advert you've ever seen in a newspaper and uh, was so shocked why only one person turned up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I persevered and it, uh, and it grew and grew and uh, I'm still teaching there now twice a week. And uh, yeah, I love it. Love it, absolutely brilliant. love it. Brilliant. Well, well, it, it, that's interesting because uh, obviously a, a good colleague of um, Grandmaster Sergio, who was also one of my sparring rivals in the early days, and uh, I sort of looked at him in awe when I saw him fighting. And he was such a good fighter. But um, yeah. was Grandmaster Oliver. And actually, the funny thing was is that uh, I, got, I got picked for the Los Angeles World Championships. He'll chose championships in 1984. And I was over there. We were having ten days. You know, we're, we're actually in Las Vegas at the time. And right. um, uh, Grandmaster Oliver said, "Oh, girly, you know, what, what do you what, what do you do for a living?" I said, um, "Oh, I'm an aircraft engineer." He goes, "Oh, you should teach Taekwondo, mate." You know, I was thinking, yeah. oh, "Can can you do that?" You know, what for a living? <laughs> I, I'd already had a school myself and uh, Master Ogwell. We had a school, but I thought yeah. for a living, for a living, really. I remember coming home and speaking to uh, Mastro and thinking, come on, we got to do this. we got to do this. And he, he had a pretty good job in the laboratory. I had a really well-paid job. I was working at Rolls-Royce. I was a young lad, you know, yeah. had a house and a car and whatever, yeah, and yeah. a mo- motorbike. And all of a sudden, we just jacked it all in and just went, right, we're going to be martial arts teachers. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Ooh. just, it was that was it. You know, we were no thinking about it. We, had, we didn't know yeah. what we were going to do, how we were going to do it, but we knew we were going to do it together. And uh, and that was it. Uh, he planted that seed, and um, we just went yeah, for it. It's a brave move, because like I said, it doesn't. It's not something that you'd initially think. I mean, I've spoken no. to. I can remember being at some dinner parties with some really well-to-do people in high places, and they've gone, yes, and uh, and by the way, John, is it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, John. And what do you do for a living, John? And I tell them I'm a martial arts instructor, and I see their faces just go, yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not something that you equate making a living out of, is it? I suppose. Well, but it is, uh, and I, I think it's still quite unusual now. Funny enough, last night I was teaching in Swindon, and uh, there was a, a lady uh, in this venue that I was teaching. A lady came in, and she was quite an elderly lady. I think I think she was probably in her seventies, and she saw me in my my suit. She said, "Oh, hi, hi, young man." Um, which was quite nice. <laughs> said, um, you know, what, what do you do? I, she said, oh, is it, is it judo? I said, no, no, it's taekwondo. I said, oh, I got her talking to her and told her, I, um, you know, this is my living. It's been my living for, you know, many years now. And she was quite surprised that I could, you could do something like that. But, um, yeah, it, it is amazing. And it does actually still surprise a lot of people, um, mm. you know, even in this uh, this day and age. So, yeah, th- th- yeah. there we go. So, I mean, what, what, once you once you started the school, was it just uh, one school you had or did you go on to more? I mean, myself and Mastro, you know, once we opened one school, we thought, wow, this is great. We, we went and opened mm-hmm. a few more. Well, we uh, uh, I ran Stratford and then um, I had a friend who ran a school in Leamington and he wanted to get out of it at the yeah. pump room. So I took on his school as well. So I was running Stratford and Leamington. And there were two schools in Coventry, one at Bluecoat School, yeah. uh, and the other one was at the 87 Centre. And I took both of those schools on. So I was running four schools right. at the time, with, with help of assistance, of course. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, assistance of the unsung heroes who barely get a mention half the time. Exactly, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, really important that we really need to look after our assistants because we couldn't do it without them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I ran those schools. Um, and then I... F- crumbs have had schools in other areas that haven't done so well they haven't always mm. been successful you know it's just the way it is you know yeah yeah or the area's not right or whatever yeah. but yeah so then i just ran as a professional instructor for for a good long time for a good long yeah. time then yeah um but i do you know what i think i i lost my enjoyment a bit yeah. of the martial arts because um i was charging around and everything became so you know, money, but I needed to make sure this club was earning this to pay the bill for that and yeah, advertise. Yeah. I sort of lost, yeah, I almost fell out of love with it for a little while. Mm. Um, and then as soon as I chopped, well, I had children, is it nine, what's, I was Tommy, 19 years ago, mm. uh, my eldest son Tommy was born yeah. and I changed things around and I just toned it all in and mm. I've just been teaching at for two nights a week and, uh, do you know what? I love it at the moment as much as I've ever done. I yeah. really do. Love it. Yeah. I love putting the dobok on and doing this stuff. And, and uh, you know, people, I don't think people would be honest if they really said, oh, yeah, you know, I love it. And I've always done this and I've always done that. Mm. I don't think so. Because I think we do. It's such a, it's such a commitment that at yeah. times, yeah, we don't, we don't enjoy it, do we? You know, at times, no. oh, you know, I'm teaching again or I'm doing this or I've got to do it. Yeah, you know, we're human beings ultimately, aren't yeah. we? We're not some kind of, yeah. you know, little or anything like that um so yeah we do fall out of love with it at times but it's obviously in there and strong and and, and you know it wouldn't we wouldn't be where we are now if we if we didn't have it as our undying passion would we yeah i, I think you're right i mean I, I had a period um in the middle 90s where i i fell out of taekwondo yeah. i was still teaching but i could tell in myself yeah. that that my passion wasn't the same as it was um, and in fact, in fact, I actually, even though I was teaching martial arts, I, I actually started another business uh, yes. at, at that time. Um, and then I sort of, I don't know, I fell in love with it again for a number of reasons. Yeah. And, and um, myself and yeah. Mas- Mastero, we said, right, OK, you know, let, let's do this. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, 
yeah, fell back in love with it again. And uh, as I say, the, the, the rest is history. But um, yeah, you, you're right. You know, at at times, um, I think yeah. if you get if you, you know, get the balance wrong, it's not it's not good. Yeah, absolutely, it's the balance, isn't it? Because I think mm. that what it is, and it's such a simple thing to remember, is when we're training and we're feeling good. Mm. It's just all about putting the dough. And it, I know this sounds such a cliche, and I really don't want it to sound like this, but it's damn well true. Yeah, yeah. you know. You, Put your double corner straight because what we do is we forget ourselves, don't we? We go to the yeah. back of the queue. We're teaching. We're doing this. We're organising this. We're doing our admin at home. We're doing all all of the things that we do, and we actually almost forget to get up and do our patterns and do our do our bits and do our kicking and our stretching and our. Yeah. And that's the bit that, that that we need to always, you know, maintain is so important. I remember yeah, listening listen to Master Boss talking um, at the one time, and he said, "You know, your instructors." He said it always. You know, you, you always forget yourselves. You've got to train, especially even more so being an instructor because you're passing stuff on. Yeah. You know, and that really, really stuck with me. And I can remember I had to have a hip replacement, um, oh, crikey, about eight years ago now, mm. which was a bit of a shocker. And so yeah. I went through a really funny time then. Am I going to jack it all in? Is it all over for me? I'll never be able to kick and do all this sort of uh, yeah, do all sorts of things like that. But um just on a slightly different note, I will add, if there's anybody struggling with these these ailments that does hear this, best thing I ever did, seriously. Yeah. It's the best thing. I was so worried. I put it off for about 18 months, you know, and I was limping around thinking, I'm not going to have it, I'm not going to have it. Pointless. I wasted 18 months of my life. I should have just had it done immediately because it seriously is the best thing I ever did was have the hip replacement. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so, I, uh, I had mine done, actually. Well, I think I think. Oh, I remember there you go. Yeah, yeah, it was about yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 years ago, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it doesn't. Uh, you know, I kick. Well, my my left leg is kicking better than my right leg. I might have to mm. have one in the right leg, but it doesn't bother <laughs> me. It's yeah, because it's um, you know, and as you get older as well, you see things change. I think a realization kicks in at sometimes. You know, we're you know a couple of years. I'll be sixty, and you you cannot. Okay, I don't know anybody sixty. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't do, I can't do the things that I used to do, you know. Luckily, we've got sort of photographic memories, which is all <laughs> yeah. there now. But um, you can't do things. But you learn to do what you can do. And yes, you still yeah. enjoy it. I don't go, oh, crikey, I can't kick, like, you know, vertical and do this, 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 this. Yeah. But you kick where you kick and you do it how you kick. And I think that some people struggle to come to terms with that side of things, with the ageing, which is why a lot of people leave at a certain mm. age because they can't do what they used to do. Yeah, but it really isn't about that. It's just about managing and be the best that you can be and and enjoying it. You know, I've always enjoyed yeah. the power side of it. So you mm. know, you don't you don't need to be a gymnast to no. do taekwondo, do you? Well, you know, you, you you said a number of things, and you know, I I had um, some hip surgery, as I say, about uh, when my daughter, my eldest daughter, was uh, one year old. So she's coming up to sixteen. Yeah. So it was fifteen years ago. And I remember coming out of the specialist's office in tears because yeah. he was saying, oh, you know, you probably won't be able to do this. You probably won't. And, and, and nobody was yeah. going to tell me I wasn't going to be able to do, you know, jump in reverse turn and kick to the high holder yeah. when I was, uh, you know, when I was 85, because in my mind, I was always going to be able to do that. And yeah. I remember yeah. I remember coming out there thinking, well, this is it. Well, I might as well jack it in now. I might as well give it yeah. in, well, throw in the towel and become an engineer again. Um, mm -hmm. And I went into a depression about it. Uh, I didn't yeah, I think I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise it at the time. Uh, but once, once, once time went on, and um, 
you know, I, I sort of got through that and realized actually I, I'm, a, I'm actually still worth something. Um, I have I have the knowledge, uh, have the experience, yeah. and I can pass that on. Uh, everything changed yeah. for me, and uh, you know, I came back and thought, right, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm still here. I can still put my dope book on, and um, yeah. people people will still listen to me. Uh, and it made a massive difference. So I, I can totally, totally understand where you're coming from there. So, um, you know, it, it can be, a, it, it was a real shock, but uh, yeah, got, got, got over it and um, yeah. uh, carried on and we're, we're here today. So yeah, I would well, say if okay. anybody's listening to this, you know, that there is life after this. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, de- yeah. De- definitely, definitely. Well, um, I, I know that, um, you know, the, the, the uh, my listeners, well, they, they may not know that, um, you know the the organisation that um, uh, that you run is uh, TKDUK. So how how is that going yeah. at the moment? Um, yeah, yeah, good, good TUK. Um, um, it's been running now eleven years. Yeah, and um, basically three areas involved: as the mm. northwest, which at Master Miley mm. uh, is is over, and there's the Scotland group, which Mr. Conlero is over, and then the central area, which is where I am, which is sort of um, you know run this area. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, all all, uh, all good. You know, we, we get together, we speak about things. We don't always agree on everything, but you know, it's <laughs> it's also a thing about life and getting a bit like learning how to disagree and yeah. accepting other people's um, opinions that may be different to yours. And uh, the world seems to be struggling with that at the moment, doesn't it? Yes. On, on a bigger plane, but uh, that's really important. Yeah, learning how to agree to disagree, but uh, but but not massively. No, yeah. we all pull, we all pulling the same way, which is why we are like kindred spirits. Is because the quality, the taekwondo quality, is everything, and that yeah. has to come first and foremost. Yeah. You know, I've spoken to other people before, uh, money driven, and we've got to earn this money. And I've always thought, yeah, but how can you if your product is not good? Yeah, you know, you've got to make your product the best it can be, and then you can surely. Yeah, yeah you've got to give it good service, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, yeah, I, I agree. Right? We, we love training together. Um, you know, we we're constantly talking about technique. Oh, you know, in this movement, fifty stick or whatever it is, we're yeah. talking about movements. It's the taekwondo, and that's what keeps you all fresh and everything. Yeah, but yeah, so TUK, TUK on the whole, we've got. Um, I'm up in Manchester tomorrow at Master Miley's grading. We've got the central area grading on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I know Mr. Condy's in the middle of his gradings up in Scotland at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all very good. And another mention, you know, uh, Master Ian Ridley, who's the Secretary General to UK, uh, you know, a big help, big help, keeps it uh, keeps it on the straight and narrow, or keeps me on the straight and narrow. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> no, it's, but, it's good. Uh, no, all, all good. I, I tell you what, the one thing, and um, obviously, you know, I've, I've been there when, you know, you've been there with some of your your black belts and your instructors and whatever. And one thing that comes over is is you've got a very, very friendly group um, and, you know, your, your senior people, which which is what one thing that I always wanted to have in, in Puma, uh, are very approachable. People can come up to you and talk and, you know, they, they, they're not afraid of coming to talk to you. And I think that's really, really important. I don't know if, if you... Yeah. Well, I'm, a sh- I'm sure you did design it like that, but go on. <laughs> I don't think um, I don't think it's anything that we've actively spoken about. I just yeah. think it's um, it's just the way we are. And I think if the people are like that who are running the, the association, then mm. I think that filters down. Um, yeah. And you know, because you've only got to put on 
any kind of social media and you can see that martial arts does create some massive egos mm. and some you know and there's some strange things that i watch you know and, and that's up to how other people want to do things things mm. it's just not the way you know we as i said we're human beings mm. we, we really are we're not some kind of superhero or some some you know monks who, are, who live this perfect clean life that do you know i'm sure some people are by the way but uh, <laughs> yeah you know generally generally it, it doesn't work like that you know we do the best we can we train hard as we can uh you know we love what we do but we are we are real people you know and that's yes yeah. hopefully i'm glad that you said that that comes across because you know i think that that's really important yeah 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 definitely no it's great well one, one thing that um i was thinking you know in the run-up to having a chat to you um, about some of the mm-hmm. some of the events, and I was I was remembering the our time in Atlantic City together for for for, oh. for a number for a number of reasons because uh, I was awarded my my masters then, um, which was yes, a real yeah. real shock because I, I didn't even want to go to the <laughs> to the banquet. I was thinking, <laughs> how can I get out of this? I, you know, I wanted to stay in my room yeah. and play play my guitar at the time. Um, but yeah, I, thought, yeah. I, I better go to it. You know, there might be you know people look down on me, and then all of a sudden they, they announced that I was a, a new master, which was which was quite a shock. And uh, yeah, it, it, it was nice to share it with you. Well. yeah it, it was it was a it was a nice it ended up as a nice evening and i was i was still in shock when i went to bed to be honest i was thinking hmm. <laughs> i wasn't, wasn't expecting that at all but um yeah it was, it, 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 where grandmaster Choi got awarded his ninth degree yes that's right yeah atlantic city yeah it was wasn't it 2005 2004, that's 2006. yes yeah it was yeah but I, I believe so yeah 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 it was uh it, wow. it was an interesting interesting event because um Prior to that, I went to New York, and then I uh, went from New York to Atlantic City, and I quite enjoyed it. I was I was really just having a jolly, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a bit of taekwondo thrown in. We didn't. Um, I think um, something had interfered with Grandmaster Choi's schedule, so he could yeah. come in sort of in the, on the latter part of it. But the training was good. We we enjoyed the training, all of us. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, because there was a little group of us that went. Yeah, it was good. It's good. Yeah. It was a good trip. And also, as I say, to be there, obviously, for you getting your master's and Grandmaster Choi getting his ninth degree is a is a special time, isn't it? Yeah, d- definitely. And I think, um, as I said, I was recalling some of the events because I think the, the we also spent a bit of time in Italy to, together, didn't we? We were, um, went to um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the seminar yeah. there. Uh, I can't remember yeah. what, what, yeah. what year, year that was, but also... That was a good time. So I remember we went out uh, for a pizza. <laughs> yeah, was it um, yeah, Trevisio? Trevisio? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was fourth degree and above um, IIC, wasn't it? That was right. really good. I'd just not long had the hip operation, so the training wasn't so hot for me. But uh, but the yeah. event itself was fabulous. I didn't, didn't you give us a rendition of uh, a Bob Marley classic? I did. I did. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I it think was I've uh, got that recording. Oh dear! Really good. Really good. <laughs> I'll pay you to get rid of that one. <laughs> pay, the, wor- the worst thing is I can't, I can't even I can't even say that I was the worst for drink because I didn't really drink that much. So <laughs> no, no, it's good. Another great event and another great evening. And also, we spent some time in South Korea, didn't we? We did. We did. Um, yeah. World Championships up back back then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good, 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 mm. good times. Well, well, one one thing that I like yeah. to ask because my my students, you know, they they see me 
you know, in front of a class as a martial arts teacher and probably think I, you know, live and breathe mm-hmm. martial arts, which I do. But I also have other interests as well. Yes. Like I men- mentioned, you know, playing the guitar and I love my motorbikes and whatever. So I, yeah. I always try, try and find out with, with the guests, you know, what, what do they do when they're not doing martial arts? You know, what do you like to do? And I know you have kids as well. I mean, I've got four and obviously they take some some of my time, which is which is great. Yes. Yeah. I, I enjoy being with them when I can get them off their phones. Um, <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. quite good. But what about you? Um, music. For me, it's always been uh, been my passion, really, from a very young age. Hmm. I used to sit in the, my bedroom with the record player. Do you remember when record players had an arm you could put up and they would repeat? I do, repeat, yes. Repeat. There'd be probably a lot of this thinking, I have no idea what he's talking about. But the old <laughs> record, and I used to record. So I'd learn the songs. I'd just sit yeah. in my bedroom and learn all these songs. Then uh, managed to join a band and uh, got a little mini teeny record deal and stuff hmm. and did a little bit of touring and things i play in a band even now today mm. uh, just doing cover covers a band called the texan peacocks and um mm. it's great fun yeah i love it just playing music is a, a massive form of escape isn't it it's a it's a strange one it just takes you somewhere else it's mm. you, you can't even drive it it's just lovely lovely i just i've always loved music yeah all sorts yeah. all different sorts it, it is yeah. it is brilliant i mean yeah. I, I i love it i love it too and i still i still play uh, to this day, I haven't managed to get out very much in the last couple of years, obviously, because of what's been going on. But uh, I used to go to um, yeah. a, a jam session next to me with uh, close yeah. to me with a lot of other musicians. And uh, we just have a really good time. A really yeah. good time. I remember you, t- didn't you take your guitar to South Korea? I did. Yes, you took I did. It to one of the countries. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking at the time, wow, he's brave because, you know, to put a guitar on a flight and trust that it's going to be okay and all of yeah. that sort of thing. But yeah, no, fair play. Yeah. Well, I, well, I was I was back Good. for it, you see, and I thought every every spare minute I would pra- try and practice, and um, which is you know I, I still practice th- to this day. I'm I'm doing more solo stuff now, yeah, uh, sort of acoustic sets, you know, yeah. um, uh, sort of Delta Blues type thing. But um, yeah, yeah, I still, as you say, it, it, there's there's something about um playing and and being with others playing music and which is just uh, yeah. there's nothing like it it's fantastic it's a, it's a real camaraderie i mean very similar mm-hmm. to taekwondo in a way you've got that common interest um you know there's yeah. lots of parallels yeah. there are yeah i think that me up uh, i think the music's a bit easier than the taekwondo there <laughs> well it, it is <laughs> now so definitely <laughs> but well yeah yeah, ta- yeah taekwondo was always easier for me it was always something that i i could um yeah. Uh, do uh, just I don't know really really well and something that was never a chore um, in those training days mm. not not that yeah. we playing music was it was it was good but I wasn't I wasn't, yeah, yeah. I, wasn't um, uh, I don't know so, something that with the, with the music it was I had to push just had to push myself a, a bit harder to do it in the early days um, great now yeah. I can pra- practice yeah. no problem whereas Taekwondo never had to push myself to do it just got up out yeah. of bed and did it <laughs> and still yeah. do yeah. i think that, um, also if you i think it's really really important to have a, a a different hobby other than taekwondo because i've got some friends who just do taekwondo solely 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 and they don't do anything else yeah yeah Any, anything else and sure whether that's you know i don't know whether that's healthy or whether it is you know i don't really know but i just mm. think it's very grounding to have outside interests and um i'm also a carpenter so you yeah. know I, I sort of from 
when I when was I about 22, 23 years old, something like that. Mm. I went, got my carpentry qualification, and I've you know grown up on building sites and you know some quite rough building sites where mm. if well, as soon as they find out you do a martial art, you're having the Mickey taken out of you and all sorts of things, you know. And they're yeah. really humorous, uh, you know, good humorous, down to earth <laughs> places. And I think that that also helps keep your yeah. feet on the ground, you know. Yeah, and stops you thinking crazy things. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good to realise, you know, that, 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 that there are, there is life outside Taekwondo. Yeah, that, that that reminds me because uh, when I was at Rolls Royce as an engineer, you know, the shop floor humor, you know, yes. people, 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 uh, I don't know, chucking stuff out. You think, oh, yeah, you didn't stop that, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't be that good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, can remember, I can remember doing a, a gig um, this one night and um, we'd had a few glasses of wine. Okay, I'll say no more. And I can remember we were walking, loading the equipment back up and everything like that. And somebody said, look, it, look, you all right to carrying all that stuff and walking? I said, yeah, of course. Why? Oh, you've had a few glasses of wine. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you couldn't walk on the rice paper now, could you? <laughs> That's what I got now. For the people who don't know what that is, there was a yeah. program in the 70s called Kung Fu where he had to tread on the rice paper without rice paper. making it. Uh, yeah. And, stuff. and so, yeah, that was quite a funny one. I've always remembered that one. I've, I've I've actually got the audio to that. I've got the um the oh, LP. Yeah, yeah. The, I've, I've got the vinyl. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something that I, I I I had to buy it and treasure it. But uh, it's it's yeah. I've still got it. I've still got the old vinyl of Kung Fu with David Carradine on the front. That's so, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Those are the days. It's quite good. Just um, I mean, just a a, a thought. You know, talking about those those days. I mean, Taekwondo is very different now to, or martial yes. arts in general to to what it was. Yes. You know, um, I was yes. speaking to um, uh, Mr. Tom Nicholson recently, and I was saying that, you know, we when, when I started, it was the domain of um, teenage lads and you know guys in their twenties who really just wanted yeah. to fight. You know, yes, uh, absolutely. But, yeah. but now you've got youngsters, you've got uh, oh. male, male and female mature. Uh, martial mm-hmm. artists in their 60s i mean I've, I've got a few in their 70s and things like that um yeah you know, mm-hmm. how, how how do you sort of uh fit them into your um class or association um you do you have separate classes at the moment or do you just um well just how yeah. do you do it how do, how do you manage it it's, uh, it's yeah it's a good question it's changed a lot um mm. as you said you know back 70s and even in the 80s and stuff it was mainly you know t- teenagers or people in their 20s that wanted to learn how to fight better mm. um very very different now you see the clientele you know we're getting people from all kinds of professional walks of life doing taekwondo mm. now which never happened back then did it no um, no but um but yeah so it's great you know and there's the saying taekwondo is for everybody and it's great mm. that it is like that i think that it's had to soften um considerably mm. from what it used to be like it's like i said earlier on about the when i first went to the temple karate i was just horrified i couldn't believe mm. it it was that uh, you know that hard and, and violent but the, the, it's it's changed a lot and it's had to and as long as we're still um instilling the the art of self-defense which is ultimately what taekwondo is you know mm. over and above the tournament scene which mm. um is some people's preference i know but uh it's the art of self-defense we've got to be doing that okay it may not be as anyone as hard as it used to be mm. which is why i think it only appealed to a certain genre of of people perhaps yeah you know? um 
but we're getting all sorts. But we've got to we've got to remember that that's our job, isn't it? The self defence side of it mm. and things. I know there are. You know, yeah. I've got friends who run clubs that are purely for tournaments, and they want to go down that they're down the sport route, and that's the way they've gone. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I just hope in the long run that we don't see the style go, you know, mm. really too far that way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just sound like some old fool just talking away about the old days but it's not it's not it's a it's a self-defense we have to do everything as hard as we can yeah you know i can i went to a tournament uh just oh probably six months ago and i can remember watching the patterns and this was an open open event sure and uh thinking how soft all of the all of the patterns were Patterns were, yeah you know, <laughs> it's just so yeah, there's nobody was, you know. Yeah, every, we were taught every move has to be 100% everything you've got, you know, almost yeah, yeah. kill every move. And, and then it looked very nice what I was watching. And I can just remember thinking, wow, this is this is different. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. It, again, it's a balance, isn't it? It, it, so, it, is, it is, it is, it is. For our younger, for a, for a lot of our, I mean, the majority are younger now, aren't they, in a lot mm. of the schools and associations. So uh, we've got to be, be aware that that's what they need over and above uh you know the the perhaps the self-defense side of it until they get a little bit older and things you know yeah i, th I think it's it's finding um is, is giving everyone an outlet you know if, if they are competition minded you know there should be an outlet for them if it's yeah, uh, yeah. if they're more self-defense minded then it's an outlet for them if it's more fitness you know mm. my, i mean even my my reason why i do it as chat i mean i i love the I love the challenge, the fitness challenge of it now, actually, mm -hmm. even more so than I did, you know, uh, challenging myself to do just as many push-ups as I did. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I can't keep up with the, uh, as, as such with the younger guys, but, um, you know, I still think to myself, right, you know, for, for, for my age, I can, I can still uh, yeah. outdo all the guys my age. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, I tend to look at it, oh, tend to look at it that way, but, uh, I, I'm actually starting, um, 5th of October, I'm starting an over 60s class. Uh, Do you know, I thought about it in, uh, in TUK are doing the, the uh, I can't remember, there was a name that one of the... It, it was the Harmony, the... wasn't it? Harmony, they were calling oh, it. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So you're starting that up soon? Yeah, I'm starting an, an over 60s uh, yeah. in, a, in a couple of weeks and a um, few weeks. And I'm going to see, see how that goes. I'm, I'm quite excited about it because um, I think yeah. it's uh, it's a good um it'll be obviously there's going to be changes you know low impact and you know it's, yeah, it's not, yeah. not going to be as physical in the same way but you can sort of concentrate on i mean that's a good thing about martial arts it's a great vehicle for overall health and yeah. fitness you know the strength yeah. the power the balance the concentration you know keeping your mind active mm. um i think it's ideal for uh, mature students really do yeah yeah and it's a market as well that's not really been looked at has it it's no. not we you know it's it's an area that gets neglected and yes. you know we've had i've had people in the past i've had i remember having a guy um who come out of the navy he was in his 60s and he used to box in the navies and he'd give the boys a right run for their money he was yeah, yeah he was very good at the barring side of it yeah um but yeah it's it's you know Again, it's an area. I'll be really interested to know how you get on. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I've been I'll, in TUK for a while now. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll let I'll let I'll let you know how I get on because, as I say, we're yeah. coming towards the end of this. But but 
as I say to a lot, yeah. a lot of my guests, I'd love to speak to you again. <laughs> and perhaps when we catch up again, I'll tell you how I get on. But um, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's been a, a great, great, um, uh, great chatting to you again. And um, it's been a fantastic uh, insight yeah, into your martial arts, what you think about it and so on. And I'm sure my, my audience and my, my students will, will love it. Um, and that's what this yeah. is all about. It's, it's about actually just talking about our passion, uh, about for what we do yeah. and um, the things that we, we love about what we do. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're in a people business at the end of the day. And it's, um, you know, the, those are, people yeah. that, that keep us coming back. So I just want to say thanks, really. Thanks for, for everything that, uh, that you've done, um, not just in Taekwondo, but for, you know, the friendship when I've met you. You've, you've always been a lovely person. And, um, you know, I wish you all the best Thank with, uh, with everything you do. You know, and uh, wish your organisation. Maybe we get to play some. Maybe we get to play some music sometime. Yes, let's 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 uh, let's let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so. Hopefully, I'll I'll uh, speak to you again very soon. And thank you ever so much for the for the chance to come on and talk. De- definitely. Well, d- don't don't go. Away. I'm going to chat to you off 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 of audio for a little bit. So uh, don't don't go don't go away. But uh, I just want to say thank you to. Is that awkward questions? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you to the uh, people for uh, listening once again to me, the Dark Master, and the Living Martial Arts uh, podcast. And I want to say thank you very much to uh, Master John Archer for taking the time to share his thoughts with us. Thank you. Thank you, sir, and take care, everyone. Thank you.